Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the universe is expanding. And and I guess we're in the age of the multiverse. So um, yeah, we got to add another M to MCU. The 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 MMCU. Uh, my name is Emmanuel, and we have a quick episode filled with great news. Well. With news, I don't know if it's great or not, but filled with news from the MCU, including some box office updates, some award news, and some things about the future of the MCU. Let's kick it off with an update on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania's box office. Look, you shouldn't have to care about box office. If you like the movie, you go watch it. But this is a way that the studio and the general public gauge success. So I guess it's important to talk about sometimes. Ant-Man and the Wasp is in its third weekend at the box office. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Sorry. I, I, I want to say Ant-Man and the Wasp, but there is a movie called that. We got to add Quantumania. Maybe I'll just say A-M-A-T-W-Q. I think that'll be easier. I think if you hear me say A-M-A-T-W-Q, you know the movie I'm talking about. Um, uh, So it's in its third week of release in the box office. And there has been a lot of, uh, I guess, conversation around the strength at the box office for the MCU because after its release, its, its debut, after its worldwide debut, which saw it haul quite a large sum of money, $106 million domestic. There was a little bit of a drop in the, not a little bit, there was a massive drop in its second weekend, an almost 70% drop, one of the largest in the MCU, at least in the modern times. Um, And then another 61% drop. Now, look, if I sound like numbers, um, which may be a show that is way too old for everyone. Do you remember... Judd Judd Hirsch and Numbers, um, that CBS show. But uh, a lot of people are saying this marks a sign of weakness for the MCU. I'm not sure about that. The original Ant-Man film, over its entire run, made $519 million. Ant-Man and the Wasp made $622 million. So Ant-Man has never been one of those giant billion dollar billion dollar earning franchises for the MCU so it it's so far it's made already 419 million which is a giant sum of money but i think there are a lot of people that assume that with the strength after endgame ant-man and the wasp inclu- you know especially if we're talking about kang the conqueror would have made more I mean, there's a lot of competition in the box office. Superhero films are heavily front-loaded, so a ton of people watch them that first weekend, and then there's a giant drop-off. But we'll see. A Quantumania is a really big movie. There's a lot to look at. There's a lot of IMAX screenings specifically, which tends to make a little bit more money. So we'll see where it ends up. I'm not worried that much about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Sorry, A-M-A-T-W-Q. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be, I think, successful. It's going to make a ton of money for Disney. And we'll see what happens when Guardians of the Galleon Volume 3 comes out. But I don't think Guardians, G-O-T-G V3, I don't think that movie is going to have an issue with uh, the drops that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania might have had. But who knows? You know? And again, if you watched it and you liked it, you shouldn't have to worry about how much money it made because uh, you got yours, your money's worth, I Hope. So moving from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania to uh, the movie that ended phase four of Marvel, uh, and that is Black Panther Wakanda 
forever. The reason why we're talking about a movie that's been out for quite a while is the fact that this weekend at the Oscars, there can be some history made because nominated for Best Supporting Actress is Angela Bassett. She would be, she already is, the first actor to be nominated for a role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, she's a, a... you know, she's had a long career. She was nominated for What's Love Got to Do With It. So there's a lot of other factors going on here. But regardless of that, if Angela Bassett wins Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars this weekend, she'll be the first and only actor who has won an Academy Award for a role in the MCU, which would be massive. It may change maybe some of the the ways that actors look at making some of these movies and maybe the type of actors that agree to be in these films. I mean, there are a lot of former Oscar winners already, including, I mean, an Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Michael Douglas is in that movie. Um, and soon, I hope Paul Rudd gets an Oscar at, at some point. But there's a specific amount of power behind the Black Panther franchise when it comes to the Academy because Black Panther, the original that came out in 2019, or sorry, 2018, also won three Oscars. So it was the first MCU movie to have won. Uh, it won Best Costume Design, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. Before then, the Oscars have nominated Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Guardians, Doctor... They've, they've nominated them for a lot of visual effects awards. In fact, maybe every year for a while, it would get a nomination for visual effects. Endgame got one too. Um, but it's never won. And the Black Panther franchise seems to be the one that gets nominated. Because this year, again, it's nominated for makeup, hairstyle, and costume design, and visual effects, original song, and Angela Bassett might win for supporting actress. So who knows what happens with the third Black Panther film whenever that comes out, but it's a safe bet to think it's going to get recognized somewhere uh, at the Academy. And so tune in, see if Angela Bassett makes history at the Oscars this weekend. That'll be big for the MCU. Um, The other piece of news that we'll talk about is a little bit set in the future And potentially not even something that happens, but Disney has the rights, has a giant stake of Hulu, which is a separate streaming service outside of Disney Plus. It has a 67% stake in Hulu. The other uh, part of that, so let me do math, 33%. So another third of it is owned by Comcast, which owns Universal you know, NBC, Peacock, all of that stuff. Well, Disney has a deadline to decide whether to buy the rest of Hulu or sell the rest of Hulu to Comcast. And the reason why this is a big deal, we normally don't talk about stocks and sales of giant companies, but the reason why it's a big deal is the uh, city analyst, Citibank analyst, considers the rest of the Marvel characters that are owned by NBC Universal or Comcast to be part of the bargaining for this sale. So again, this has to happen as soon as next year, 2024. But NBC Universal has the rights uh, for a lot of characters like Hulk, Namor, um, or I guess Namor in uh, the MCU version, but though and a, a ton of other Marvel characters. So right now, there's a deal which shows that Disney can can split some of the profits with Universal if it wants to use some of those characters, but they're not allowed. The MCU is not allowed to make a standalone Hulk movie. 
you know, that Incredible Hulk film with Edward Norton, that was a universal release, if you can remember going all the way back. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Hulu sale. Potentially, it could mean that Disney will get the rights to a ton of Marvel characters as part of it, and it could mean that they make their own standalone movies. It would be wild to see another standalone Hulk movie. I don't know if it's going to be with Mark Ruffalo, but it would be kind of crazy. It makes sense. I mean, Disney bought Fox and got the X-Men, Fantastic Four, a, a massive range of characters from that sale. So it'll be wild to see if the Disney purchases and, and acquisitions means that even more Marvel, Marvel characters come to the MCU. Okay, those are the biggest pieces of news. But if you need a reminder to, if you if you watch Quantum Mania, hold on, let me think. If you watched AMATWQ and you're thinking, okay, what what's next? What's coming down the pipe next? It will be, and there are no hard set dates here, so keep in mind, this this could be a, it's already March, this could be in the summer, it could be much later than that. But we obviously have a couple movies, including one that just got pushed back. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 premiering in May of this year, and then The Marvels, which comes out in the fall. But in terms of television, or Disney+, Plus, Secret Invasion will be the next show. It's going to be releasing here pretty soon, but no hard set dates yet. That is, of course, the it's that's an, a really interesting run in the comic books that includes a lot of scroll action, Shield or whatever version of Shield is is on Earth. But Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Colby Smalders, uh, Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, Martin Freeman, Don Cheadle, all of them are going to be in that show. That's the next thing to release, assumedly before Guardians, even so. Secret Invasion, and then we've got season two of Loki, where we got a big uh, kind of teaser of that. And then a second season, What If? So it's going to be Secret Invasion, Loki, and What If? So keep an eye out for those three things coming soon. But until then, we'll be back to talk a little bit more news, maybe play some fun games that are MCU-related. Hopefully you've watched AMATW Quantumania. Oops. Uh, And uh, you have some thoughts on that. We may talk about that again. But hope you have a great rest of your day and you enjoyed this really quick drop. Next week, we'll be talking about Angela Bassett if she wins. Fingers crossed. Bye. Bye.